I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy about this because you know what's happening in. Yeah. Adam's getting on on a daily basis on this podcast now. Uh, uh, welcome to another daily takeaway. This is the last one that we'll do with the 90s song. No, there's loads of emails asking for me to come on more regularly. You've ruined you it go. for yourself. You've ruined it for yourself. You've got two. What's, what's the phrase you use about getting the Icarus. Other? Icarus. You got an Icarus on us. Google that. I know what Icarus you got too close to the sun. That's only because you've heard us talking about it. Yeah. Is it are you scared of me having your job? No, 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 no. But uh, you've, uh, you're just a little bit too keen for our liking. So uh, let's just have your final song of the 90s that someone's got in touch with and we will do oh, it. Well, I'm going to have to make it a good one, aren't I? Um, Should have prepped it. Well, I didn't know this was my last one. Well. OK, this is from Frank McHale. Hi, Andy. Hi, Richie. Not a dem. And a dem. <laughs> Loving this doesn't segment say, of the podcast. Doesn't say Loving this segment it. of the podcast. It's a revelation. Uh, right, a great 90s song for the Daily Takeaway podcast is It's My Life by Dr. Alban. Oh. Now, Richie, you, you're... I historically knew that. You've got previous with this yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I feel we need another one because I've done it. I've, artisti- I've artistically done it. Okay, then we'll go to Lee. Right. Uh, in Ramsbottom. Uh, I'd like What Is Love by Hadaway, please, oh. for the podcast. <laughs> what a song. <laughs> Amazing video of... of if he's called Adaway, the fella, just walking around a stately home in the dark. Yes, great. <sighs> Difficult to do like this, but because it's just vocal, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like, uh, is there background music? I just like my bow, 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 bow. Okay, right. You do, you do. What is love? And I'll, and I'll come in with the. Uh, with the bow bows. I'm going to put my hands over my mouth to give a bit of like. Reverb. The vibe, yeah, the yeah. reverb, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is going to sound like. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> no more. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. I don't think um, we've covered ourselves in any glory uh, with that. No. Just get on with the show. It's the show. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. I stood in a queue for something absurd yesterday, purely out of love. Just want to tell you about it right now. Uh, my 12-year-old daughter, my eldest daughter, Erin, is getting into getting getting into makeup and that. You'll have been through this. Oh, yeah. I don't mean you getting into makeup. Well, <laughs> it's fine. It's absolutely fine if you do. In terms of eldest daughter, that kind of thing. Uh, she's obsessed with a shop called Glossier. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've got the name wrong on a number of different... Uh, I called it Glacido the other day, stuff like that. <laughs> but she's obsessed with this shop. It's like this skincare shop in Covent Garden in central London. And I promised her that during half-term, this half-term, we'd go. And she doesn't realise how lucky she is because, you know, if it was going in to work with a parent, my dad was a computer programmer in Felton in Bristol. <laughs> no, I don't think she'd be that keen to go in and have a look around Bristol Parkway Station, do you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so she came with me the other day and we had to... I've never done this before in my life. I don't think I've ever queued to get into a shop before. We queued for nearly an hour to get in. Absolutely crazy. It was one in, one out. It was like Judy G's in Torquay back wow. in my heyday. Wow. One in, one out for a flipping makeup shop. What's all that about? How long did you stay in there once you were in for an hour? I'd want... I've always had this motto in life that if I'm travelling somewhere, I've got to be travelling for less 
than what I'm actually going to spend there. So I'd want to be in there for over an hour. Oh, we were there for 20 minutes. <laughs> I felt like I'd like, it was like something in heaven. It was really weird. Like in there, it was all kind of bright light. Everyone was kind of beautiful and gliding around with his iPads. I felt like it was like a, a makeup shop if I died <laughs> or something like that as well. And then the weirdest thing at the end is it almost, almost makes it worthwhile the trip. Because, you know, if you're into your you know, skincare products, I'm sure you absolutely love it. But the bit that was, was good for me is that you don't just, they don't just hand over your box at the end, so there's your lip balm, whatever. Yeah. They put it on a machine. The, someone upstairs gets the order, puts it on a machine, and it goes on like a load of little cogs and wheels, and it comes down and it drops oh, into your hands. Oh, wow. Like Wilf from Eureka, if you remember That's that kid's TV. brilliant. It's an amazing thing. But um, it is a sacrifice. That was a big chunk of my day out. I was stood there halfway through the queue thinking, the last time I was one in, one out was genuinely going to like a really good nightclub. What's going on with my life? So we thought, open this hour of the show up for you if... You've made a sacrifice. We're calling it kind of school holiday sacrifices. But if you've done any form of sacrifice of your own time for family and friends, it doesn't necessarily have to be in a, a school holiday. But get the credit you deserve. 8, 12, 15 to get in touch with the show. Parental sacrifice is definitely a thing. I can remember my dad doing this. And it's only when I look back on it now that I realise what he was doing. But at the time, it was just, oh, this is a great day out. I've always loved trains. We lived on the south coast in Eastbourne. I love trains. I wanted to go to the National Railway Museum. It's in York. It's good, been there. It's a bit of a trek from Eastbourne, though. It is, isn't it? So Dad gave up one of his Saturdays. We got, like, an 8 o'clock train out of Eastbourne, train up to London, cross on the Tube, train from London up to York, eventually got up there. This was, like, I don't know, mid-80s, late-80s. Got, got up there. I was then allowed to trek around the uh, railway museum around York Station with me little train spotter book and all that kind of thing. He just sat in the waiting room for three hours with his telegraph. So he didn't even go in with you? No. So he sat there and read the paper, like, where? Where was this? In York the, Station. Oh, my word, so he didn't even leave the train station. No, 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 he just sat in the waiting room. <laughs> Different times back then, wasn't it? And then we were done, we got back on the train, back down, all the way down, across the tube, back down to Eastbourne. That was his day, just being on the train to York, so not even go anywhere, just to sit and read the paper, so I could go to the museum. In terms of mileage and distance travelled, he it is parental sacrifice, but yeah. to sit there and have the boldest brass sitting there read the paper and not even leave the train <laughs> station, he almost doesn't qualify. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's one of those things, you'll explain that to Rocco, your lad, when he grows yeah. up. Your granddad just sat in the train station with the paper. What, and he didn't come round? Safeguarding didn't you even, and all this kind of thing? Didn't keep an eye on If I lose sight of fear for a second, <laughs> yeah. I actually freak out. I know, it, it blows my mind. But yeah, what a sacrifice that was. There you even go. though now we think about it even further, it probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Richie regressing here on Home Time this evening. <laughs> Kate in Glasgow says, uh, when my son was 11, he wanted to go to Comic-Con uh, with two of his friends. His dad and I had to get up and out the door at 6am to take them, then walk around with them for hours over two days. Not least was it boring, but slightly disturbing when you see grown men dressed as manga nurses. <laughs> nice. Uh, Duncan, big sacrifice you've made. What was it? Yeah, um, took my took my children to London and we, we got off at M&M um, uh, World. Um, but my son left his his soft toy uh, on the bus. Um, once we got into Eminem World, uh, when we realised, I then had to leave the leave the museum or, or the, the, the chocolate factory. Can, can I interrupt um, you there to ask what the name of the toy was? It must have had a special name for your child. Snowy. Snowy. Okay. Snowy. Yes, it was a white owl. It was either going to be an owl or a polar bear. Couldn't work it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was uh, I was then out onto the uh, back out onto the road on the other side of the road um, to watch for all the number forty one buses coming back the other way. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the four, I think I was there for about an hour, and the fourth one back 
um, and there was Snowy sat on the dashboard. Yeah! See, by process of elimination, you jumped onto every single number 41 until you found Snowy. Yes. And missed out on Eminem World. I, I did, I did, yes, yes. But my, my son did buy me a bag of sweets as a thank you, so that was fantastic. Fantastic. What an amazing parental sacrifice. But what a hero you are for saving Snowy. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Matt, tell us what you did. I, um, I sacrificed some... Oh, sorry, that's just my uh, clothes dryer that i just fallen on the floor. OK, um, OK. I sacrificed time for a friend. I was meant to jump out of a giant cake... Right. But, um... So, well, go, go right from the start here. So, so tell us what happened. <laughs> so I'd been travelling for a couple of years and uh, my friends decided to put on a party for uh, one of my best friends um, and I was going to get in the cake. Right. To surprise him. Right. To jump out. But, um, due to God knows what happening, I got sent to another party. In a cake? <laughs> I didn't realise that's how this works. So well, you, you kind of get baked into the cake before the delivery. No, they're made out of cardboard. They're not actual... Uh, oh, right. You, you jump out. So you get in the cake... Where, where do you get in the cake, then? You get in the cake out, uh, like, uh, uh, like a location, and you put it in the car. Yeah, yeah. and then they drop you off. But I got sent to an 80th birthday party, and he was <laughs> waiting for his, his grandson to pop out. <laughs> 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 oh my word, that's amazing. It must have got a right old fry when you jumped out of there. Well, that was it, and then the old guy's long lost uh, grandson, sorry, jumped out of my friend's. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I Wow! <laughs> that's amazing! Yeah. Oh man. There you go. <laughs> god, I could just picture it, it's brilliant. Uh, and how long were you waiting in the wrong cake at the wrong party? Oh, nearly about, about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever speak to the family whose whose uh, 80th birthday party you kind of inadvertently jumped into? I did. I hit the buffet and then and then got on my way again. <laughs> Good man, you earned the time. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I don't uh, don't know what it's been like with your friends and your family over the last few days. Everyone's just been talking about what they're doing over the uh, the Jubilee weekend. Well, finally, we are here. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Obviously, next two days, bank holidays. Are you going to be a platinum hero? Plenty of people getting excited about having all this time off, but there will be plenty of people who are still working the Platinum Weekend. Are there any Platinum heroes that you might see in the room at the moment, Richie, anywhere? Let's have a look, let's have a look. Uh, oh, there's one right in front of me! It's, oh, yeah, and there's one right in front of me. <laughs> That's right! Let's, we need these as, like, little badges or medals. Let's have a look at our producer. No. 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 <laughs> I'm here tomorrow. Oh, a lesser spotted voice. There you go, pops up. <laughs> Well, look, Emily says, I'm working at a local theme park this Jubilee Bank holiday weekend. Please pray for me as I try to flog overpriced ice creams, getting paid minimum wage. These are the people we want to hear from. Put them on our little roll call. Emily, you are a Platinum Jubilee hero. Uh, Dave says, I've been roped into working the pizza oven at a street party. It's not my job, but it is still work. Another Platinum Jubilee hero. He is indeed. Selfless in many ways. If you are going to be one yourself, tell us about it. We'll put you on our roll call. Salute you on home time tonight. Anthony Chadwick going on the list starting tonight. Chadders. Chadders is on the list. I bet that's what he calls himself. Uh, he's uh, night shift tonight until Monday morning as an HGV night driver. L- loving your work. Again, another hero. Imagine the, the, the medal scene in Star Wars. That's the vibe we're going for. Uh, Jeff in Mask by the Sea. M-A-R-S.
S K E. Have you ever heard of that? M A R S K. Marsk. Marsk. He says he's working all four days of the bank holiday weekend. He's jet washing out chicken sheds. What? That's what he's doing for his job. Jeff, is that something? That... He says he's getting double time for three of the days. Makes it all worthwhile though, especially as he's saving for a wedding next year. But he hasn't really given any details as to why he's jet washing out chicken sheds. No, I've got so many questions. A lot of questions, Jeff. Please get back in touch. Why have Why have chicken sheds still got to be jet washed on a bank holiday weekend? Couldn't it have waited? <laughs> I don't know. Just Jeff, please get back in touch. <laughs> An update on Jeff and his chicken sheds. Oh yeah, he was jet washing them out, wasn't he? He's got back in uh, back in touch. Uh, the chicken sheds have just been emptied as the chickens head off to the supermarkets. Great. Uh, they need cleaning before the next lot of chickens. Normally a 10-day turnaround. Uh, it's a tight schedule. Not quite a, the romantic story that I was hoping for. <laughs> no romance in it whatsoever, no. It, it ain't an animated chicken run, that's <laughs> no, for sure, is it's it? It's not, no. Thanks for that, fella. Look, we've got John on the line. John, tell everyone why you are a platinum hero. Um, well, I'm working... I work for Govier Thameslink Railway and we are doing all the crowd control for Liam Gallagher's concert at uh, Nebworth. We're actually doing it at Stevenage. OK. Stevenage Railway Station, so... Um, Normally, I'm a ticket inspector for my sins. Right. <laughs> so you you'll be having um, a high vis vest on, doing kind of crap pest yeah. control, basically during yeah. the event, right? Pest control. Yeah, I suppose that's one way of describing it. No, no, no. It'll be good fun. It'll be good fun. I've got the morning shift, the two morning shifts on the Friday and the Saturday. John, so. there'll be a lot of Absolute Radio listeners going to see Liam Gallagher over this weekend. If you could say one thing to them, what would you say? Please do not travel to Nebworth Station itself because you will be put back on a train up to Stevenage. All the uh, travel arrangements are from Stevenage Railway Station. Oh, there's me thinking John might say something about having a great time <laughs> and enjoying the night. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, John. <laughs> Buzz no, killed John, they call him. As well. yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We believe you, John. <laughs> Good yeah, man. I've got to get that in. I've got to get that in to save a lot of trouble. It's a great chance to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, John. OK, right. Kerry, tell us what you're doing. Um, I'm baking cakes and brownies and lots of other edible treats. Fantastic. And is that just because you're a nice person or is this a business venture? No, I do get paid for it. So, yeah, it's my job. <laughs> I thought, I mean, with, with, with street parties going on, that is going to keep you busy the next four days, isn't it? Just a bit, yep. No rest for me, I don't think, this weekend. It's just going to be... Um, ovens and icing sugar and, yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing. And what is the number one cake? What's the go-to cake that people are having for the Jubilee this time round? Um, strawberries and cream. Oh. So that's the, um, yeah, that's the flavour everyone's going for. And a bit of lemon cake as well. That's quite popular. Oh. Can't beat a lemon cake, lemon drizzle, anything like that. you got us hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> Happy baking, Kerry. Thank you. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thanks to 10 weeks of tickets, we're giving you the chance to see the mighty Green Day, Fallout Boy and Weezer on the Hella Mega Tour in London. All you need to do is take part in a little game that we like to call Who Claims Wins? Let's meet our contestants on line one. We have the lovely Gail. How are you doing, Gail? Hi, you all right? Yes, I'm fine. Yeah, are you working over the, the Jubilee or are you uh, just going to be taking it easy and having a street party? No, I'm semi-retired, actually. <laughs> All right, OK. And so what are you yeah. going to do? What are you doing in the next couple of days? Um, I'm going to a wedding on Saturday. My Ooh. nephew's getting married, yeah. Oh, it's a right party few days then, isn't it? Proper party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Well, listen, stay there. Lovely to meet you. On the line uh, playing against you is Melanie. Melanie, where are you calling from? Hi, um, I'm calling from Corby. Corby. And uh, will you be partying over the Jubilee or will you be working, Melanie? I'll be uh, partying. 
Everyone's yes. partying but us, I think, Richie, actually. <laughs> we are providing the soundtrack to the party. We are the backing track for the party. Melanie, uh, what do you do? Um, I'm a research scientist. Check you out. Life is all one big party, isn't that it? Is, that does sound like one bit centrifuge in, <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. Absolutely. Oh, yes. I think I'm on the cusp of a really big sneeze, by the way. <laughs> what is the? How do you get rid of a sneeze? Do you, do you pinch your little finger or do you stare into the light? Well, I think one stops a sneeze, the other one gets the sneeze out. Let's hope that a third way of stopping a sneeze is broadcasting live to the nation. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's see. Everyone's waiting. Here we go. Um, a random topic coming up. Many possible answers. Gail, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Melanie, you will have the chance to um, claim if you think you could name more or less than Gail. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they'll lose the tickets to the other player. As we play, who claims wins? Okay, this is the tension music for whether Richie will sneeze or not as well. We're going to start uh, with you, Gail, okay? Uh, how, How many Jeff Goldblum films between 1990 and 2015 can you name in 30 seconds? And we're looking for any full length feature film where Jeff has received the credit. TV movies are not included, with Jeff, of course, being on the show after six. Um, three? Okay, three for Gail. Melanie, do you think you can name more than three, or do you want to challenge Gail to do her three? Oh, um... What do you reckon? I need an answer, Melanie. Oh, God. Um... Four? Four for Melanie. Gail, do you reckon you can do more than four, or do you want to uh, get Melanie? No, no, I can't do four. Right, (laughs) Melanie, you've got 30 seconds to do your four. Your time starts now. Okay. um, Thor Ragnarok, um, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, um... Jurassic... Oh, I don't know the other one that's out. <laughs> um, what else have you been in? Avengers Infinity War, maybe? Um, um, Jeff Goldblum. Come on, Melanie, you got this. Um, um, oh, it's time. It's time, isn't it? It is tough when you're up against it, Melanie. It's just the one so gale you going off to the Hellamega Tour. Well done. <laughs> well done, Gail. Oh, my God. You may be semi-retired, semi but you're going to be stage diving to Fallout Boy. What about that? <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Well done. Oh he, he, <laughs> who are you going to take with you? Um, um, it's my hubby will come, yeah. <laughs> what's, his name? what's his first name, your husband? It's Stephen. Stephen. As if he's going to say yeah. no to his wife. Yeah, what about that? Oh, I don't think you would. No, I don't think you would. Well, listen, lovely yeah. to speak to you. Hopefully that's a, a, an amazing little weekend on the cards. Unlucky, Melanie, but lovely to speak to you and you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks a lot, ET. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, welcome to Home Time. It's brilliant to have you on Dr. the show. Dr. Bush, so nice to see you. Or your first name is Bush. Well, uh, my, no, uh, my surname's Bush. My, full, my full surname is Bushenfeld, but uh, it's Bush for sure. I'm so glad I asked. Wait a minute, I had no idea. You're, you're Bushenfeld? My surname is Bushenfeld, Hello, yeah. Dr. Bushenfeld. And what your first name is, don't tell me. Give me the first initial. A. It's Alan. Alan Bushenfeld. I, that would sound better. I'm Andy Bushenfeld. <laughs> Andy, Andy Bushenfeld. I, I'm fascinated as to why, obviously, you play Dr. Ian Malcolm, but yes. you've given him a doctorate, but I'm just Richie. Oh, no, no. You're Dr. Dr. Richie. Now, wait a minute. Your <laughs> last name. Now, Richie is your first name, I guess. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. What's your last name? Give me the first initial. <laughs> it's a great game. F. F. 
Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Richie Frankenstein. time with Bushenfeld and Frankenstein. It's Firth, as in Colin. Firth, as in Colin. Oh, Firth. I thought you said Fur. I'd like to have a last name of Fur. Richie Fur. But Firth. Oh, Firth is a great name. Isn't there a... The, the Isle of the, or the Rock of the something of Firth. What's the something? There's the Firth of Forth. Yeah. The Firth of Forth? In Scotland, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Are you Scottish? I wish. No, Italian. I wish I could. Are you Italian? Uh, descended from an Italian count. It's I'm, nearly the word I'm glad I'm here to bring you two together like this. <laughs> I'll bet there's much, much else you don't know about each other. An Italian count. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love the count on Sesame Street. One, one interview. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's get into it. Please disregard my... Jeff, it's fantastic to have you on the show. Obviously, as you can tell straight away, Jeff, you're a very cool guy, immaculately dressed, you look on point. Uh, I, I don't know about any of those things. Is, is I'm any... off point. I'm dressed. I don't know. I threw this on, and I don't know about the cool part either. Okay. But uh, is there anything uncool that you do? What's the least uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, thing that you do? Like jet wash the patio? Is there anything unhip that you do on a weekly basis? What did you say I do to the patio? I jet wash. The... That must be a Britishism. You mean hose it down? It's surely more more, a high, uh, more pressured, than that. a high pressured hose, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like a high pressure hose. I don't like a dribbly hose. <laughs> Who Nobody likes a dribbly hose. hose. <laughs> no. I like something high pressure. Hey, I don't mind, you know, cleaning up. I used to do that when I was a kid. We had a backyard and uh, you know, I used to be in charge of that. These days, well, off the top of my head, speaking of backyards, we have a lovely dog named Woody. <laughs> yeah. And it's my job. It falls to me, not unhappily. Uh, and I, I, I think this is cool, but some may may, may disagree. I, I pick up his poop. Do you? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I have a nice device, and he, you know, is, he's healthy, and, you know, he, he gives forth, and uh, and I pick it up. Is like it a contraption or just a, 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 like your hand in a bag? No. Oh, I don't like the hand in the bag. I, I should. I should. You know, my wife, Emily, who's here, she's intrepid, and she, she does that all the time. But, uh, no, it, it's not a it's not a, 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 a tongy kind of thing. It's two. In the right hand, I have a little little, little shovel, little thing. And in the left hand, I, a thing to shove it in. It's to. a dustpan and brush. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's yes. a version of the dustpan. There's no brush there. They're both metal. But, yeah, you get the idea. Uh, would you say that, that uh, qualifies as... Uncool. That's it's not not quite as hip as other stuff, and that, yeah, that works. It's not so glamorous. No. It's conventional. It's a regular Joe kind of uh, thing. But uh, that, that's who I am too. We're hearing tales here of your backyard. Now, in Jurassic World Dominion, you could have a dinosaur in your backyard uh, because they are now amongst us. Well so, segued. That's correct. Seamless. 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 Not my first rodeo. <laughs> um, but if you could have a dinosaur in your backyard, which would it be, Jeff? Good question, Rich. Chief Firth. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It's um. It it would be off the top of my head. You know, we read to the. We got two kids, two little boys, almost seven and five, and we read to them every night. One of the books we read to them because they're into dinosaurs, as we all are. It seems. Uh, this book, Danny. What's it called, Emily? It's called Danny's Danny and the Dinosaur. Or Dan- so Danny goes. Their pictures, and they, he goes to a museum, and there's a big Brontosaurus mm-hmm. or one of the sweet, large, wonder, wondrous ones, and it, I think in his imagination, starts to talk to him, becomes yeah. his friend, gets in his backyard, gives rides to his friends, and helps people across the street, he makes a bridge of himself. So, yeah, you know, that would be fun in the fantasy world. Yeah. I mean, in real life, I don't know, the dinosaurs have never actually been 
you know, in proximity with people. But you know, yes, going with the going with the premise. Something like that. Why? Would what would you that. pick? Is that a good answer? Well, I, I have a young child in my life who is also very much into dinosaurs. How old, how old is he? He is four. Oh. And when we wrap things up, he has a question for you. But that's he to does. come. That's well, I to love come. that. What's his name? His name is Rocco. Hi, Rocco. Mm, Italian, you see. Oh, Rocco. Rocco. Yeah. You're from pushing the this Italian thing, Richie. <laughs> I really, really <laughs> I want to step in here. Rocco, what's your favorite Italian food, may I ask? It would be pizza. <gasps> I love There's no, There's no bad pizza. Every piece has sure? been a treasure in my life. I want, I want more pizza. Pineapple on a pizza, though. I would Jeff. put pineapple on pizza. I love it. I would put anchovies on a pizza. I agree with that. That's that's pretty damn good, yes. definitely. Yes. Um, so, uh, merch is one of my favourite things about big movies. Uh, really? Jurassic Park, uh, the Jurassic World thing has got some amazing uh, stuff. Have you seen the uh, the new bare-chested Dr. Ian Malcolm action figure? With Wait a minute, let me get a gander at that. Give me that phone. Give me, give me Mattel that. Have, have made it. It's a little figure of you with I, your shirt open. And that's so funny. I not only have seen it, they offered it to me, the prototype. They haven't, I don't think, made a bunch of these yet. I hope, I hope, they, <laughs> I hope they produce them, but I... I love it. Uh, <laughs> what an honor to have a, a, a toy doll made. It's a great, great honor indeed. And I saw it. This one by Mattel. I have nothing to do with it. I don't get any money for it, anything like that. But I like it. It's got little sprigs of hair, of hair on the chest. Lovely. And if you push it down, that platform that you saw there, my voice... Uh, will render a, a few lines from the original movie, wow, Life Finds wow. a Way. And da, 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 da. How about that? That's good. Well, that's I good have one. So I, they gave me one, and I have it on this shelf in my house. Well, that's good for merch. Yeah. But being that this is is the final of all the, the Park and the World movies, have you taken anything away as a souvenir yourself from the movies? Yeah, that's a good question, Richie. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yes. I mean, no and yes. You'll see. The the uh, I contributed something that I owned to the wardrobe uh, that I kept afterwards. Two items that I'm thinking of are is the wristwatch, which I had especially designed because I was thinking about about it a lot beforehand. Got it designed. It's a Milgauss, which is for was specifically made for scientists around electronic equipment, so it wouldn't disturb, be disturbed or disturb the electronics. So I had one made in in a brush black, uh, you know, metal metal band with my initials I am Ian Malcolm on uh -huh. it. Anyway, and I took that away, which someday one one of my boys may inherit and wear, I can imagine, or they'll throw it away, I, whatever, whatever they do. And then the glasses. I had spectacles made that were a little bit on a, an homage to the first glasses yeah, that yeah. Doctor, the doctor wore yeah. and like that. And I have I have those. They're actually, well, they're they're a little bit like that, but uh, anyway, like that. Those Could be two things. Merch in the future. Just speaking of films, Jeff, yeah. you, you will always have a special place in my heart as you in one of my favourite movies of all time, oh. The Fly. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly. Uh, yeah. So many movies getting big reboots at the moment. Uh, do, you, do you think that film will ever get remade? Or It's a shame that it hasn't. <laughs> well, if you'd followed it, if you've been following it, uh, yeah, I was proud to be in that. The great David Cronenberg is fantastic. Takes a good director to tell a good story, but it was a nice little part for me. Um, well, you know, it was originally that story with... Uh, with uh, Vincent Price, so back, if you've ever seen that movie, so ours, in the 50s type, yeah, in the 50s, it's it's delightful. Um, ours was a very different uh, kind of re uh, uh, imagining of that, and since then, then there was a uh, a second one that I wasn't in, Eric Stoltz, and who was in P Pulp Fiction and, and Mask with Laura Dern, mm -hmm. uh, played our ostensibly my son. 
from the from that uh, character from the one before, and then it's been remade. Uh, no, yes, no, maybe no. But I tell you, somebody wrote an opera. A fly wow. opera. Oh, wow. Fly the opera. I've never heard of They've invited me to it, but I've never been able to see it. I hear it's great, and David Cronenberg, in fact, staged it at one point. So there have been, you know, people maybe will have stayed interested and might do some other version of it. Could happen. It could happen. It could happen, or a puppet, puppet ver- sock puppet version of it. You're, you know, I can imagine all sorts of things. Um, I've mentioned about Young Rocco. I want to hear a question from Young Rocco. Very excited uh, that uh, Dad was seeing Dr. Malcolm today. Really? Because, of course, that's, to a four-year-old, that is who you are. Yes, of course. And so he, saw, he, he saw Jurassic Park, did he? He's seen them all. Really? We're, we're very unresponsible parents. We've oh. shown him them very no, early. But he wasn't too, too traumatized. No, he was, no, we're he about, was not. We're about to show our kids this movie in a movie theater for the first time. They've never been to wow. a movie theater. We're going to take them to see an IMAX version of this, and I hope oh, they wow. won't be too scared. No, he was, he was not. He okay. was not. Great. But he wanted to ask you how much you actually knew your dinosaurs. So, uh, okay. He, well, has, he has asked you Oh, Rocco's. I'm seeing, uh, for you listeners, I'm seeing a, a uh, but maybe you can see this picture of Here Rocco. He's... Absolutely gorgeous. What is the name of this dinosaur? It is, it's got a long neck. It reaches up in the trees in the air like that. I would say Rocco. And what is it? Specifically, what is it? Specifically, Rocco, what is I would say, although I'm not a paleontologist in real life and I don't even play one in the movie, I, I'd say it's the first one that we and the audience saw for the first time, the brontiosaur or the brach- brachiosaur. Is that correct? You tell me, Rocco. Back his horse. Yes, there you go. He's off to a cracking start. I'm off to a cracking, as they say in England. What is the name of this dinosaur? It's got a whacking tail and racks off the dinosaurs like boom, like that. It's got a whacking tail and it whacks other dinosaurs with its whacking tail and goes boom. Yes. Well, Rocco, you're so smart. What an intelligent lad. It's amazing, actually, really, isn't it, when you stand next to Richie? Well, no, I I can see the resemblance. And he's inherited some of that wit. And, uh, no, that's a good question. And you know, Rocco, you know better than I do. I know the one you're talking about. I think it was in one of these world movies. And it's got maybe spikes on on, on its thing. It's a good one. I'll tell you if I'm now that I'm pressed for a name, I'm 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 blank. I I'm you you have to tell could, me right. Could 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 the young man educate you? The young man will educate. It's an ankylosaurus. What? An ankylosaurus. Anti. Ankylosaurus. Anclea. Ankylosaurus. That. Never heard of it. Anclea. <laughs> you know, ankylosaurus or ankylosaurus. Yes, having nothing to do with his. Thick ankles or no. unusual. So that's what you might have a cream for. Isn't that, it? Would be the, that would be the cankleosaurus, I believe. I believe. No. no, I've learned much today out of, you know, and a child shall lead them. I believe it's true. As always, the old adage is, is correct. Rocco, thank you. Uh, Jeff, fantastic. Lovely to speak to you. Jurassic World Dominion out in cinemas. Go and see it now. Jeff Goldblum, it's, thank you so much. You're so nice to have me on. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. I hope you enjoyed the show. Normally, this is the point where we would do the song again at the. Mm. Do we do we need to do that again? I don't, I don't think anyone needs to hear that again. And if they really want to, just spool back to the beginning. I'll come back next time. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'll be back next time. See you then.